0: Hello, hello, lovely souls. It's Sonya here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. And thank you so very much for taking the time to join us today. It is August the 9th, 2020, and this is our 20th episode. Wow. All I can say is, where did the time go? You know, I've been coming to you every Sunday night for the last 20 weeks. Um, And that is amazing to me. You know, we stop and think about everything that we do over the year and where we're consistent and where we're not and all of the ups and downs and especially this year with COVID in between, we have come so far in terms of taking care of ourselves and reevaluating our lives and putting one foot in front of the other when it comes to making decisions that I am just so thankful every single day that you're a part of my journey and that I get to be a part of your journey. For me, living my best life is what I achieve and try to achieve to do every single day. And I wish the same for each and every single one of you. So if this is your first time listening or if this is your 20th episode listening, thank you so much for joining us. Know that I respond to every single comment left through the podcast, or you can email me at any time, sonya at freshapproachfitness.ca. That's S-O-N-Y-A at freshapproachfitness.ca. Message me anytime with any questions, comments, feedback you have, or if you're looking for any particular topics to be discussed. Today, we're talking about balance. Balance, we're heading into stress a little bit, and we might touch a little bit on adapt, on adaptogens. I might not get, I won't get into details on adaptogens for sure. Um, but I do want to touch on it just a little bit because they help with stress. Um, and stress, when we control our stress, we control our health. When we control our stress, we control our life. Okay. We are saving ourselves from a lot, a lot of lot of injury. Um, in terms of physical injury or mental health injury or physical ailments when we take into consideration our levels of stress. And that comes by achieving balance. So that's the first thing we're going to go over today. So balance means, especially in wellness coaching, when I mean wellness coaching, it's any of the coaching I do with my clients, whether it's life coaching or it is healthy eating and weight loss coaching, or even if it's a particular career coaching, finance coaching, relationship coaching, as we hone into those things, it is all based about your life. That's why I do life coaching. Wellness coaching is a little bit more with a fitness and health mindset where we're working towards that solution But taking it from a bird's eye view, it is still life coaching, a form of life coaching. So balance when it comes to life coaching means that you have a sense of all the parts of your life forms in a harmonious whole. So everything that matters to you is harmonious. Balance is different for everyone and every, it's even different for you at different stages in your life. So you may work long hours, but if that produces your desired rewards, things that light you up, and you feel that you have enough time to enjoy your other pursuits in life, such as hobbies and friendships and relationships, and you feel energized, then you're likely to feel balanced and stable. But when you're off balance, the smallest things, such as an unexpected deadline, can send you over the tipping point. And when things feel overwhelmed, you lose your balance. You know, most of my audience, the people that I speak with, um, whether it's in like one-on-one coaching and group settings, or even if it's just people on social media, we're looking for harmony in our life. We are juggling a facet of things from aging parents to younger children, to the demanding career, to the household. We're working with budgets, we're working with relationships, we're working at trying to take care of ourselves first, without burning the candle at both ends, while enjoying the simple pleasures in our life. So balance can be a very tricky thing to catch and to hold into your life. Simply trying to stand firm and hoping that you can keep all of those plates spinning isn't going to work for too long. It's the same as looking for a quick fix to try to lose weight. You can't sustain it. Something is going to come along, knock you over it, and send those plates crashing to the ground. And when that happens, you're not going to just pause, catch your breath, smile, shrug your shoulders, and move on with your day. No, when it catches you off guard, you're going to be so overwhelmed with the distraction and with the shift in mindset. So the key is to be in control of yourself and your goals to keep moving in a forward direction yet except that sometimes you need to take a backwards or sideways step to mo- maintain your momentum right so for anybody that saw my live today on Sunday we were um, away for the the day today we did a little road trip again today to a beach that we seems to be a family favorite we found it last weekend and i fell in love with it we went back this weekend and we took um Nathan, which is my bonus son and his girlfriend with us. And then we went to a zoo, but I golfed yesterday with a client and between golfing and trying to get some housework done and then going to walk on the beach with my ankles, I was barely able to move. So when it came time to the zoo, we paid for my admission and everything. I tried to walk. There was no way. Um, you have to understand, I didn't even know how I was going to get from the beach to the car. My feet were that bad. So we had to go through a small town to get um, some naproxen, which really, really helped with the pain, but it didn't kick in in time by the time we got to the zoo. So I sat there. You know what? I made a choice to just sit there, recover, watch the children play, listen to the sounds that surrounded me. I was on my social media for a little bit. I did go live and explain that sometimes we need to pause and reflect. And I bring this up because it could feel like I'm sidestepping. Or that I'm taking a step backwards. But I know getting off my feet for a period of time would have made a big difference. And it did. So what we're going to talk about today is helping you find your balance. And if that means sidestepping, pausing, reflecting, then that's what we're going to do. Because it looks different for everybody. We have different impacts in our lives that cause us to lose our balance. And it could be something we predicted. It could be something unexpected. It's really, really hard to say. Everybody is so very different. So I'm going to share a story. Story time. Grab your coffee. Um, Actually, you're going to laugh at this one. Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Right? You're familiar with this one? Childhood memory, right? But let's think about this for a second. Goldilocks, she was the heroine of the fairy tale Goldilocks. And the three bears, she was a natural self-coach on the subject of balance. So she took a long, hard look at all of the three bowls of oatmeal, porridge, in front of her and made quite sure she tested them all out thoroughly before she settled down to enjoy the one that was just right. Do you recall she did the same thing with the beds? I believe she did the same thing with the rocking chairs. She knew instinctively that trial and error was the best approach to making sure she got exactly the right quantity and quality of porridge for herself. And the guesswork just wasn't an option. So I have some questions I want to ask you. Do you find yourself making assumptions about balance in your life? Some ways that could be is not enough money. Too much stress, not enough time, too many demands, and not enough fun. Pause right here for a second. Go get your paper and pen if, in your notebook if you don't have it out already. And we're going to go over these questions one more time. Do you find yourself making assumptions about balance in your life? Here are some of the thoughts that you might be carrying around with you on a regular basis. You ready? Not enough money. Too much stress. Not enough time. Too many demands. And not enough fun. Okay. Many of these assumptions may well be true for you at certain times in your life. And often you instinctively know what changes can improve your sense of balance. But you may find that making the adjustment by freeing up time, Or dropping a hobby that is demanding too much of your attention, even with those things that your balance does not improve. Or perhaps you've discovered an unexpected negative consequence to your adjustment that outweighs the benefit that you would have gained. So without having the hobby time, you're now losing the creative time and you're not having anything to look forward to. That is not a positive gain. That's a negative gain. When it comes to realigning our balance, one of the things we do when it comes to prioritizing our time is to take our fun and our creativity and our downtime away. Those are the most crucial things that we need to continue to keep in our schedule. So it's not about whether you have too much or too little of something in your life. You may have good reasons as to what makes up the balance for your life. You may thrive on the adrenaline you get from your demanding job and you should feel like you want to spend, but yet you feel like you want to spend more time with your family. But the quality of the time that you spend with your family is good for everyone. And maybe you can let yourself off the hook a little, right? So if you love your job because you like the adrenaline and the rush that you get from it, and you do a lot of work there, but you're feeling guilty for not spending as much time with your family, but yet your family is in harmony and everything else is working, could you give yourself a break and say this is this is working. Everybody's happy. You know we're you know in that case, you're extremely happy when you're with your family because it's quality time. and that's what's important. My next question for you is do you know where you find your tipping point? Think back to the days where you felt out of balance and identify your external and internal triggers. Some of these may include an unexpected time, critically demanded project. So something that you have to add to your schedule last minute and you're feeling rushed and you don't know how to prepare yourself. So a personal example would be when my kids were little and they would suddenly unpack a note from the teacher saying that they needed some baking for the next day or a project for the next day. And we needed to rush off to the store to get everything that they needed. To, have to be prepared or what, what was worse for me was when they needed cash for the next day um, or we had to write a check like that's what we ended up doing because we couldn't get to the bank um, that late at night. So for me that was an unexpected time critical demand that was added. A crisis you don't foresee is another tipping point. Something someone said to throw you off track. Now these are really important because these can be emotional triggers. They can be financial triggers. Um, They can really play a role in your physical well-being if somebody said something to throw you off track. And it doesn't have to be intentional. Starting to doubt yourself will come from a tipping point and something that is taking too long to complete. You know, that's when you're overwhelmed with the project again, let's go back to children. You know, when you ask a child a child to clean their room and they just throw a tantrum, they just don't know where to start. It's so bad. They don't know where to start. How many times have you worked on something and you just didn't know where to start? And for some people that is exactly a tipping point for them as to where they're going to feel off balance. Um, You know, Habit trackers can help and having a meal plan can help and doing your groceries and your budget on a regular basis can all help with being prepared, but there are going to be moments that are going to pull you off track. So when it comes to adjusting your daily balance, it normally starts with changing your attitude to the stress trigger before going to take whatever underdoing you're going to go and take. So I've got seven steps here that I want to go over with you to help you from feeling overwhelmed or to kilter out throughout the day. The first one, ask yourself exactly what you're feeling and what specifically is the trigger. So again, keep in mind that we're talking about the balancing act. We're at this point, we've gotten to the part where there's a tipping point. Something is going to set you off because you're juggling all of those plates. and You know, you can't juggle forever, and poof, something happens and everything falls and you are at your tipping point. So when that happens, ask yourself exactly what you're feeling and what specifically is the trigger. Think about where you're at on a balance curve. And I can explain what a balance curve is for everybody, but you just draw a graph, like you go, you grab your piece of paper and you go, you draw a vertical line and a horizontal line. To the left of the horizontal line, before the vertical line, you are going to. This is really cool, actually. Um, you are going to identify things like things that you do too little and not enough. So, for example, holidays, fun, and maybe money would be a good a good one to put there. In the center of the vertical and horizontal, right in the center, is your center of balance. On the right hand side of that too much, and too many. You're you're going to list things in this category as if they're bricks. So you can see this as a teeter-totter. Okay, the center of balance is you're perfectly balanced. On the one side, you want to identify things in your life that you have too little of or not enough of. On the right, you want to identify what you have too much of and too many of. So in that case, problems, traffic jams, overeating, deadlines, time at work, they could fall into the too much and too many. In the middle, you have your center of balance. Right above your center of balance, at the very, very top of the page, you want to draw a triangle that says, my ideal life. Underneath that, you want to write just right zone. And then you want to make two clouds, one on each side of the, my, um, the just right zone. And they're really close. They're not too far from the triangle. So they're not at the polar ends above the bricks. I can definitely send a visual to anybody that wants this. And I can go over this with coaching, but you're going to identify things that matter to you. So in this case, it's called my friendships and my home. They matter to me, right? Downtime matters to me, but you can pick a few things. And what you're doing is you're identifying your balance, your center of balance, the things that matter to you. And you can focus where on the teeter-totter you are spending too much time and where you're spending not enough time for the things that matter. So think about where you're at on this balance curve, because sometimes momentary anxiety can set in quickly as you focus on the good energy you still feel right? When you look at all of the goods, that's going to take away with something that might be lacking, but you need a visual to see that. And that's where this teeter totter, I'm calling it the balance curve is going to play an effect for you. Changing your physical state rapidly by taking a few deep breaths. The deep breaths we're going to talk about here. If you want to change your state from falling too deep into a tipping point when it comes to, to balance and getting off your kilter, You've heard me share this one before. Breathe in for four. Hold your breath for four. Release for four. Okay? Repeat that four times. That is a great way of changing your physical state rapidly by taking in a few deep breaths. Sometimes a brisk walk around the room can help or even having a long stretch In many cases, I recommend getting outside and just putting your feet in the grass or in the, in the ground or looking at some water or some nature, but that will help you reset. Very, very helpful. Another point is imagine yourself standing back from the anxiety you feel now. So get a bird's eye view as to what make, what is making you feel anxious. Highlight the tipping point the cause that created the effect. The effect is that you are stressed out because you came off balance. What was the cause for that? So stand back from the anxiety you now feel. Ask yourself, what would this feel like if it was curiosity instead of anxiety? And that's huge. Just become curious. You know, anxiety means we're worried about the future. Take the worry out of the equation. Life is going to happen. We're going to feel off kilter, off our um, teeter-totter sometimes. Sometimes it's going to not be in our favor, right? So I am helping you with some solutions here. And this is what we're talking about. Seven different steps to think about as you're getting some stress thrown at you so you don't fall off your balance. Step number five, consider what you need to do now. Do you need to act, explore, or just reflect on the change? or the the challenge, however you see it. Number six, take your first small step towards resolving the challenge. And your first small step could be breathing more. It could be writing down how you want this to look and what, what makes it different. Your first small step could actually honestly just be looking at the scenario from a different perspective. And yes, it can be that easy but you may need to ground yourself before you go there. Because maybe this tipping point was like the needle in the haystack and everything else explodes at that point in your head mentally and you start worrying about all of these different variables. Finally, review your feelings and position Try to position yourself differently on that balance curve because the balance curve as we're talking about is a teeter-totter. And all of a sudden, remember what that stress thrown at us? We're not, the teeter-totter is not in our favor. Okay? We're the one that's dangling at the top. <laughs> we want to have our feet on the, on the ground. Where we're a little bit more in control. But when stress hits, we're not in control. We're dangling at the top and we don't know what to do, right? We don't know how to respond. That is another perfect opportunity to go back to your breath. Go back to the bird's eye view. Think of these steps that we just talked about. Ask yourself exactly what you're feeling and what the trigger is. Think about where you're at originally on that balance curve, where the bricks are on the left and the right, kind of like the teeter-totter, where all the weight is. Change your physical state by taking a few deep breaths and maybe walking around the room or taking a stretch. Take a bird's eye view of the big picture. Don't just isolate on this, but see see how this change can affect the big picture. Consider what you need to do now. What's one action you can take? You know, Do you need to act, explore, reflect, or do nothing right now? Because maybe you need more information. Take your first small step towards resolving the challenge. And then circle back to review your feelings and see where you're at on the balance curve. Okay. So the balance curve again is like the teeter-totter. And I know I'm repeating myself, but I know from listening to podcasts myself that it's important because you're not always going to pause and rewind and circle back. So I like to repeat the points that I feel are specifically important. So now we're working on bringing ourselves back to a level playing field with that teeter-totter right? Where our feet were dangling, we want to bring it down, so we want to center ourselves. Okay. Do you know what it feels like to be centered? So that's the feeling that you want, but do you know what that feels like? Here's an idea for you. Think of a strong rooted tree with its flexible branches waving in the wind. Ground yourself physically, gives you clues to understand your emotional and mental balance. So take take yourself through this example right now. As you're listening to me, stand up and notice what your body does instinctively when you're not in motion. Stand up straight right now. Do you slouch? Do you lean on one leg? Do you cross your arms? Or even find yourself controlling your body into a combination of all three? I want you to stand tall, firm, and straight. If it feels weird... Because you're used to slouching, don't worry about it. But if you stand like a tree, it's going to help your physical body. It's also going to act like a gentle meditation and a reminder of the importance of staying grounded. So it's going to help you get centered, feeling this strong, deep roots. So here's a good way that you can do this. Start with your feet shoulder width apart. Check that your toes point forward and they're not to either side. Let your arms drop loosely to your sides. Leave a little space between them and your body, and pull your shoulders back comfortably. For those that I've coached with for training, a good way to pull your shoulders back comfortably is to bring your, your shoulders to your ears, bring them back, and then bring it down. So do that again. Shoulders up as if you're trying to touch your ears. Now push it all the way back, and now bring it down. That's a nice way of bringing your shoulders back comfortably. You should feel your collarbone tighten a little bit, your back straightened, and your chest lift forward. Take a few deep breaths for your chest to expand. Look straight ahead of you. Keep your chin up as you do so. Sidebar for one second. We were out and about today, and when I was sitting at the park bench um, at the zoo waiting for my family, I noticed a family walking and the father and the son. The son mirrored the father. Their chins were facing forward, their eyes were facing forward. They were looking ahead, whereas the mother and the daughter were the same. The daughter was emulating the mother. Both of them were walking with their heads down, looking at the ground. And I thought it was a fascinating difference, not just to see who was emulating one another in the family, but You know, is the daughter taught, is the mother taught to walk with pride with their shoulders back and their chest up and to face the world that they are entering, which is, you know, a couple steps ahead of them. I know it's a sidebar, but I had to go there and circle back because what do you do? Have you noticed how you walk? Do you walk with your chin up and your shoulders back? Do you talk to people that you encounter? Okay. Bring your attention to the strong physical center of your body right below your your navel. So we've gone back to the tree back from my sidebar. You may want to repeat an affirmation or mantra to yourself, such as I am strong, centered, and balanced. Imagine the strength of the roots that support you and the resources that sustain you as you say this. Continue to stand there for a few minutes, breathing deeply and with control until you're ready to reach your next challenge. It's a great centering tool. Phenomenal. With the centering tool, you're going to help by regaining your balance. Okay, so we've talked about balance. We've talked about the stress that comes with balance because we've gotten off kilter. We've talked about centering ourselves. And now I want to give you some tips as we close off today with coaching yourself through stressful situations. And to touch very briefly on adaptogens, which I'm going to do right now before I go into this final section, adaptogens are very, very cool. They're actually herbs and they are, they are to support your body's natural ability to deal with stress. So that's why I wanted to bring it up today. They're called adaptogens because their unique ability to adapt their functions according to the specific needs of your body. In what you're going through. So this could be physical, chemical, or biological needs. Now, there are many, many adaptogens out there. I'm going to list a couple and I'm going to let you know why they're my favorite. Actually, I'm going to list list more than a couple and then I'm going to let you know why a couple of them are my favorite and which ones I've been using for a regular period of time. So holy basil, reishi mushrooms, ginseng, Ashwagandha, licorice, gudu koala, aloe vera, milk thistle, rosemary, tree of life, and maca. Those are just, in redolia, I think I said that one, um, those are just a few of the adaptogens that I wanted to bring up today, and they all have a different purpose; they all play a different role in your life. So, I've been using maca root for years. It really helps with hormonal imbalances, and for me, it helps set my. Um, I guess it's not it's not just hormones, but I do use maca for hormones, just at the age, stage, and age of life where I'm at. But adaptogens, proven to be safe, natural, and legal substitute for synthetic. Anabolic steroid drugs. So what that means is it's a natural alternative. Okay, You're not going to get hurt because adaptogens actually pick up where you need them. They're adaptable. And that's exactly why they're called adaptogens. I can certainly go over much more information with you on this, but they are all a form of herbs and they all have a different rule because I shared why I use maca. Um, I know there are some, there's probably an adaptogen I could be using for my ankles and I haven't even thought of that until just now. Just now as we're, we're, as I'm doing this podcast, because that's actually a form of stress, right? An injury is a form of stress, the physical, physical stress. So if you want to learn more about adaptogens, I will do a better, more detailed topic. I don't mean better, but I definitely a more thorough podcast on adaptogens. So you can learn a little bit more as to which ones are for you and why, you know, if you're looking for aid with certain types of stresses, I would certainly recommend adaptogens, but reach out to me and I will help you find the best one for you because they do so many functions, so many functions. And I just wanted to touch on that before I got into the final component of this podcast. And this is coaching your way through stressful situations putting it all together, what you can do when you get there, what you can do when the teeter totter is not in your favor. Stressful situations have a habit of driving out logical thought and creating panic. Yeah, I know we can all agree with that, right? Yeah. So when you think about this, think about some rules of engagement for when stress attacks you. Be clear on your values, your vision and your goals. Take time to see the clear vision of your life and measure every choice you make against the vision. So a good question to ask yourself is what do I really want in my life right now? Now is the part that matters. Hold your goals lightly and be mindful that changing circumstances may change the goal and the steps that you need to get there. So what I mean by that is it might feel like a sidestep. It might feel like a backward step. But accept that stressful times do occur and give yourself permission to make the adjustments towards your goals and what you need. If that's a back step so you can get your finances in order so you can jump two steps forward, that's all good. Ask yourself frequently what you can let go of and what you don't need anymore. A good powerful question for that is, what's getting out of the way of my best interests? Take only actions that enhance your self-esteem and personal integrity. So then another good question to ask yourself is, how does this action or decision make me stronger? If it doesn't make you stronger, think twice about doing it. And ask yourself as a secondary question, are you doing it for the right reasons? So understand that you will have situations you can't change, people you can't help and results you can't achieve. You can win other battles instead. So ask yourself, what can I accept with grace and humility? That's it. You're not expected to be perfect and have all of this as a go all the time. The teeter-tot's not always going to be in your favor. Okay. A couple more left. Tap into the goodwill of others. Don't let your ego stand in the way of joining forces with your best allies. So, I... Powerful, powerful question here because we have a world of resources at our fingertips. Who can support you? Who could encourage you? And who can inspire you on this journey? Who can you look up to? Have a contingency plan or one or two or three of them. So backup plan. Now, I'm not big on backup plans because that means you're hoping that your plan A doesn't work. But when it comes to coaching your way through su- stressful situations and having a backup plan is never going to hurt. So get into the habit of thinking through your backup plans for the really key areas of your life or really, really stressful situations. Just ask yourself, what are your options? What else can you do? And what options can't you see yet? And honestly, having a coach work with you through all of this so you're prepared for when stress happens how to manage it, and what to do, and to keep the odds of the teeter-totter going back and forth, back and forth, in balance, is what you're looking for, instead of totally being blindsided from something that's going to happen. We all know something's going to happen. We don't know what it's going to look like yet and how we're going to handle it, but something's going to throw us off kilter with that teeter-totter. So work with a coach, reach out, ask questions. I'm not the only coach out there. Find yourself a coach that you can relate to. And and I did a live on your coaching you and I could go further and deeper on that. But, you know, if you're already listening to these podcasts, reach out to me and let's see what I can do to help you mitigate the stress in your life. Help you, I don't want to say with the balancing act, but help you feel comfortable on that teeter-totter where it's going back and forth. Okay, my friends, this is it. Enjoy your week ahead. I can't believe that we are heading into the second full week in August. Like summer's almost done. And not to scare you all, but we're like over halfway through 2020. So where are you on your health and wellness goals? What's working for you? What's not? Let me know how I can help. I offer group coaching, one-on-one coaching, workshops, weight loss competitions, and I do a lot of collaborations with other people. Um, Plus, any questions that you have, we can certainly address here on the podcast without saying who it is. So I would like to do a question and answer podcast coming up, but I would definitely need to get a lot of your questions coming into one spot. So send them to me and maybe the next episode will be a question and answer podcast where I will just answer all of your questions up on this podcast. All right, my friends, you know how to reach me. If there's anything I can do, you can either go to asksonia.ca or email me directly at sonia at freshapproachfitness.ca. And until then, let your magic shine through. Just be you. Smile at a stranger. Give a compliment. Inspire yourself daily. Wake, hustle, and repeat No matter what you're doing in life. Because you know what? You are stronger than the average person. Okay. Till next week. Have a great evening.